Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 67. Okay, Lauren, I am convinced that there's no bigger frustration in life than when you put stuff on the bottom of the stairs for your children to take up, (laughs) and it literally sits there for three days. And I'm starting to wonder if, like, I'm the only person in the family who has the ability to, like, carry all the crap up the stairs. I know. Living in a two-story totally presents the good and the bad with that. Like, it, like, hides up there and you don't know what's yeah. lurking and living out all over the place. But then it's like, yes, such a process to get the things oh back gosh. to where they go up the stairs. It's so frustrating. I mean, I know on Instagram I put the toilet paper thing out with my husband. Yeah. But this... This has been an ongoing battle with my children where I feel like we do the pickup downstairs and the shoes, the clothes, all the things end up at like the bottom three stairs. Totally. And that is me signaling, take your crap upstairs. upstairs. Yes. And I swear like I'm battling every day. Come yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't bring, I, ba, 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 ba. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to freaking kill somebody. <laughs> I <laughs> don't hear start. you. Yes. We need to invent something that well, like. I love the basket idea of maybe just like a basket or tub or box at the end. Just but a then, single basket? Yeah. Just and put all the crap in there. Yeah. So it's not so like in your face all the time. Oh my gosh. But my, I, I agree. And then maybe take the basket upstairs and just Ugh. throw it in the hallway. Put it up. Put it up. It's so annoying. Oh, yes. I'm so over it. Yep. Yeah, like that could have been my miss, but I have a I have a more annoying miss, so I just had to open with that. Okay, yes, it is episode sixty seven. We're a little late getting this one out. I know. I think so, this is our first time ever. I know not having a Monday episode out in like a year. Yeah, that's impressive. So I I know we're sorry. We're have some grace today, with us, guys. I know it's all good. We had to treat our husbands. I know put them first yesterday for Father's Day. Um, okay, episode 67. This one is all about sleep, not necessarily sleep training. We kind of put it out on Instagram um, last week. We asked for questions for us, for kids, whatever, in regards to sleep. And so we're just kind of going to go there. Yeah, and sleep for all of us. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like we've talked about lots of sleep training before, and we will slightly touch on that. But Sarah kind of said, I think we'll do like another dedicated episode to train sleep training an infant. Yeah, because we did get a couple questions asking for how I sleep train because I refer to it so much on the podcast. And it's just too extensive. I think we, we just got so many other questions. Yeah. And so I think I might put out like a 30 minute just like just me probably talking of my whole process mm-hmm. and what I do. So, Perfect. um, yeah, so there's that. Okay. I think we're going to start off the episode by talking about sleep as it relates to adults, parents. Agreed. Um, so yeah, let's ask the first question. So Lauren, what time do you go to bed? The age old question. Yes. We do, we do can talk about this all the time. I'm still kind of in the mind frame of like, like I've mentioned in the past episodes of like kind of my bedtime is me time. So I am up a little late, later than I probably should be. And what is that? I probably, I would say on average, I go to bed about 1130 or 12 every night. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, not as bad as I thought. Yeah, I'm probably in bed about midnight. I, I, it's not ideal, but like with kids, I just feel like we're finally getting them to bed. Probably well, with summer and quarantine, it's been so bizarre. You know, I'd say in school year, we're in bed by around eight. Oh, but I'd say right now it's more like nine. I know. And um, so then therefore, I'm just barely settling in, showering, cleaning, watching a show. And so it's yeah. probably about midnight for me. Well, can I just blow your mind with a side note? Yeah. Um, 
June 20th, two days ago, was officially the first day of summer. Yeah. yeah. Summer solstice. I saw that. Oh yeah. my gosh, I died. I'm like, wait a minute. We've been in summer for four months already. Yeah, we feel like <laughs> summer break has been here like all, the all of 2020, so, literally kick, yeah. kicking off with spring break. Oh it was like gosh. crazy. Like literally in Arizona, I was like, wait, that can't be right. <laughs> I know. I know. But let's just be grateful. We here in Arizona, you guys, let me just say this little spiel really fast. I am so grateful that we do not do daylight savings time, right? Oh, we don't, right? We do yes. not. We do we, not do it. That's the right word. We are the rebels of the union and, and we don't do any and of And I am so grateful, guys, because I was in Utah last week and no joke, that sun's up till 940 freaking PM. And I don't know how anyone, I repeat, anyone does bedtime in any other state when you have the sun up till 940 PM. So bless your hearts because I'm like, no, this is not okay. I need kids in their beds by 830. What the hell's happening? Yes. Why is the sun not going to? <laughs> so I'm like, you guys, like their summer days live on forever. And I, it's crazy. I just wonder, like, I don't know how that developed or how that originated. I need to go look that but up. But then they were telling me, we were talking, because I complain about it every time I'm up there. Oh, and they're so saying their winter days are like crazy short. Oh. And so their winter, it's like backwards. The winter days are super short, the summer days by hours. And then the summer days are super long with the sun and everything. And I'm like, this seems so backwards. Like, why do you do this? Right. I mean, we are pretty kind of standard. And we always oh. know when like winter comes, it's like colder later mornings, it's darker, but then the summer early in sun. But it's like oh, so but, weird to me. I just can't get used to it. Oh, and but, I'm not used to it. That's why. But yeah, and I feel like in Arizona, like, yes, the sun is coming up at 530 now. Yeah. But like my kids still sleep in until oh, 7. Yeah. And then we no. can get them in bed by 738. Yeah. And the sun's, and the sun's down. barely. Yeah. And yeah. it's gone down at a normal hour, like 745 by 8. It's dark. And I think that's great. Oh my gosh. There, I mean, the kids are romping around the streets till 945 out there. It's crazy. Guys. <laughs> oh my it's crazy. Gosh, that's so funny. Um, what time do you go to bed? Okay, what time do I go to bed? That varies. So two days a week, again, we've talked about, I do kind of like an online brokerage trading job type things like that. It's tech driven. I have um, a lot of stuff that's driven on the East Coast. So two nights a week, I have to get up stupid early at like 4.30 p.m. a.m. a.m. and start working. So on those nights, I try really hard to get in the bed by 10 o'clock because I'm a chronic, chronic bad sleeper. We've yeah. talked about this. And I think really because the reason why I am so passionate about sleep training is because yeah. it's kind of that old adage at like you you teach what you can't do type yeah, thing totally. or like you you want to learn about things you're bad at type thing and so i i know that by the time i get in the bed it's at least a 90 minute process for me to go to sleep mm -hmm. and so i try really hard to get in the bed by 10 o'clock knowing that i have to get up at 4 30 on the nights that i don't i'm up till midnight too yeah. i mean <sighs> Which well, well, which is crazy too, because back when summer when school was in, I I'm getting them on the bus at seven forty. So we really need to be moving by six forty to be realistic and on time. Totally. And then if I was really good, I would be up before that, so I'm ready to go right out the door after they leave. And I'm usually not, so I give myself about thirty more minutes and then get out the door to whatever. But now that school is not in, they have really nowhere to be. Totally. So we are all sleeping later, all moving slower. And so it's kind of just feeding that late night cycle of like, oh, well, we don't have to set an alarm. We don't really have to be anywhere. Some days yeah. I work and I do set my alarm, but like yeah. it's pretty minor. It's and so all shifted. It's like, it's so weird. And yeah. we're stuck in this weird stage. So it's kind of a little, 
a little different, but totally, it is all shifted. So yeah, so I would say I'm definitely in bed by 10. I love to be in my bed. I will say that. Yeah. Like, and it's my husband's biggest gripe with me is like, he wants me to be downstairs on the couch, holding his hand and like watching his his bag, watching the TV on the couch. Yes. I want to be in my jammies at yep. eight o'clock yep. in my cozy sheets yep. doing all that stuff. But like, I just want to be comfortable. But to him, the second he gets in the bed, he's tired he and he will, he'll yeah. go to bed. Yeah. And to whereas me, I'm like still wired for three hours. Yeah. I want to be cozy. Yeah. So we kind of have that ongoing debate, which is kind of funny, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I could seriously live in my bed. I just love it so much. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Amen. I just love being in bed. Okay. So following up on that sleep aids. We got quite a few questions on. Yes. Do you take something? What do you take? What's the best thing to take? You start. I have never taken a sleep aid. And it's funny as I have gotten into my adult years, I did not know how common it was for people to take things. Yeah. I've learned. Stop right there. But I knew you did. Did you judge me in college? No. When I was popping the unisoms No, I didn't judge you, but I was like. You be honest, No, I didn't. I see. I've lived with Sarah before and we've known each other forever. And I remember Sarah always having like a harder time to unwind and, and go to bed. And she would stay up later than me, even back then, which is funny. Um, now I'm like, I'm like probably cleaning. She probably heard the vacuum at 11, <laughs> you know, all no, the things. No, I never, I just like in my, as I've grown up, I'm like, oh, people like have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. It's never been an issue for me. Yeah. Like I get in the bed and my head hits the pillow. And I would say now that like phones have evolved, like back in college, we didn't really like have the social media, the stuff we do really not now. Not to the extent. Not to the extent. So I didn't really spend as much time you had on to my like phone. Log, you had to get on your laptop, yeah. log on to yeah. Facebook. Yeah, log on to exactly. It was like way more apps, intensive. Like what were apps back then? Yeah. yeah. So you weren't really like doing that kind of stuff before bed. Now, oh, I can get lost in like shops or Instagram or whatever it is. And oh, so that the can. The black hole. Right, the black hole. Yes. The stimulating the brain before the bed is not good. Oh my God. And that wasn't really a thing back then. So I'd pass out. So I just never really needed a sleeping aid. So, but like I've kind of mentioned before, and maybe I should tag this in on um, your sleep episode later. My oldest does have some like sleep anxiety, bedtime anxiety. He's been my challenge all through the years and he's 10 now. So I actually give him a melatonin usually to help him settle and like relax and be able to go to sleep. But I don't even use melatonin very often. Like I maybe have once or twice ever. Oh my gosh. And so I don't use it. I but hate I know, you, Lauren. I know. I know. And But I know so many so friends kidding. and people do. So tell me what you use. Yeah. Girl. Girl. I have tried it all. Okay. Yeah. All, and I do mean over the counter. Honestly, I've never gone to the doctor for it. So I've never gone like the Ambien route or any um, prescription because it's not that bad. Like I know I don't have true insomnia. Right. I just have... A really active brain and yes. I have when I have a lot of things on my plate like work and the podcast and the kids and the, the dance practice and like the laundry's not being done and like I'm such a OCD person in a weird yeah. way my problem roots from just not being able to like turn my mind down shut down yeah so like I know that I'm not like a real insomniac that's why I've never gone to the doctor for it so I've tried Unisom I like Unisom okay Unisom is pretty much the same thing as what's in Benadryl. Okay. I, I don't even know how to, it starts with a D, the active ingredient. I don't know how to say it. Yep. Um, it's it's a good one. NyQuil, if I'm really like, okay, if I'm like at my wits end, I need a night of sleep, I will take the NyQuil, like the drink one that has the alcohol in it. No, tell me this. I, I, this yeah. might be like weird to ask, but I've always thought of NyQuil as a 
uh, a cough sick. Yeah, yes, like if you're is. sick and you're cold it or cough. It absolutely is. And it helps you settle. It absolutely but do, is. But I know a lot of people use it for sleep eating. Yeah. Is that like kosher normal? Is um, that like more taboo, but so, it helps or what? Uh, so I, I literally maybe do it um, but six, no, I, six times right. a year. Maybe. Yes, right. When it's really just, and I got to sleep. Yes. Um, if I'm like feeling worn down, my muscles hurt, my body hurts, I've got a headache, like I haven't slept good in three days, yes. that type of stuff, I will take just a dose of the liquid nighttime NyQuil. Let me say this. There mm-hmm. is a difference between the liquid NyQuil and the pills NyQuil. Okay. Like the cap, the little gel caps. For some reason, I think honestly, there is a tiny bit of alcohol in the in the liquid stuff. Yeah, because right. I've tried the the caps. I've tried the capsules, and they just don't work on me. I they don't help me go to sleep. I don't feel as good. If I take like one little dose of the Nyquil, I'm out, and I do not wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm good. But I definitely don't do that a lot because sometimes I can wake up feeling a little hungover ish, you know, Mm -hmm. like hard to get going. Right. Um, My default for sure is melatonin. Melatonin. So I take that every single night. Yeah. Like, and funny enough, um, I've been doing a lot of reading on sleep lately and there's actually a lot of studies out now that say melatonin has a placebo effect. Do you know what that that means? Is that the thing where you wake up through the night because of it? No. So a placebo is like in clinical trials where they will give a group of individuals the real medicine, and then they'll give a group of individuals like nothing, like sugar pills. Oh, so it's a mental game. Yeah. And essentially, the placebo effect is that your mind is so powerful, it thinks it's getting the active pill. And so it like does its job. Do you know what I mean? So, so I know. So, so what does it actually do after you use it a few days in a row? Does it, it's still Oh, it effective. still works. Melatonin works for me every single night. I take five milligrams, one of the chewable dissolves every single night. But when I read that study, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so fascinating. I wonder if it really is a mind game for me. I don't know. Well, but see, the, what I, why I said that is I had heard and like kind of read that melatonin helps put you to sleep, but it help doesn't keep you asleep. Oh, absolutely. And so it's not like, or, or does it do the opposite? It actually makes you like not sleep through the night. It makes you stir more through the night, even though you got to sleep faster. Have you heard anything I, like that? I wouldn't say that's my experience. So the quick rundown with melatonin that I've experienced is you have to be ready to go to bed. Yes, turn the like TV said, off. Turn the right screens off. It setting. is. It's not going to knock you out like right. Nyquil or Ambien. Right. You have to be trying to go to sleep. Right. It needs to be dark. Things like that. And I totally agree. It will help get you to sleep, but it will not necessarily help keep you asleep. But will. But have you ever heard it will more hinder your sleep? I've never heard that. No? no. Okay. That's uh-uh. good. Because if anything, that's my issue with my oldest. I need to keep him asleep even right. more than going to sleep. <laughs> right. No, totally. So, no, um, okay. I've, I've never, no, I've never heard that one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. Well, melatonin. So, so that's the sleep supplements. Literally, I've tried them all. But I would say if you are having trouble going to sleep as an adult, kind of, again, kind of start a ritual. Lately, I've tried really hard to like wash my face, put my skincare stuff on, like, put my pajamas like not just like crash on the bed like I used to right um I get in there I'll read a little bit like on my phone and then okay this is gonna sound so stupid but I'm gonna say it I used to watch tv in my room 
you know, full brightness to go to bed. Yes. I finally decided to watch on my phone and I turned the brightness all the way down. And I feel like I go to sleep so much faster. Interesting. Because like the, the real TV is so bright in the room. It's like it does keep me awake so long. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm watching my phone and the brightness is like almost dark, do you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's like, like maybe it helps the melatonin work better. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, that has been a huge, huge change to me. And Jeremy's like, why are you always, why do we have this TV in our room? And I'm like, I know, I don't know. We don't need it anymore because <laughs> I don't use it anymore. Oh, that is so funny. So, yeah, just a little tip there. Okay, what, what was the next one? The pillow? Yeah, the someone pillow. asked for the best pillow recommendation. Um, we, and we were just talking about this, actually. Yeah. Uh, not even show-related. Yeah, I feel like um, I've tried every pillow on the market as well. I've tried memory foam, the shredded memory foam, feather down, all the things. I just purchased um, a Tempur-Pedic pillow. Mm-hmm. It is pricey, I'm going to warn you. But I love it. I really like it. They have a deal right now. I looked oh. it up. Two for 99 because I'm oh. going to buy it too. Because oh, I've been having neck issues yeah. and Sarah recommended it. Yeah. So. I mean, it pained me to spend that on a pillow. But I will say like it really, really helped my neck issues. Like right. big time. Awesome. What about. Okay, Lauren, if you wake up in the, well, you're such a sound sleeper. I know what you're going to say. If you wake up in the middle of the night, like if one of your children coming comes to get you. Yeah. How do you, are you up or do you just go right back to bed? I do go back right back to bed. I know. I don't, I don't struggle with like falling back asleep. Actually, yesterday, last night, actually, ironically, Evelyn, who never really gets me up at night, she got me up at night. She was like, really had scorpions in her mind last night going oh, to really? bed. We found our first scorpion of the summer. And so we're like, we got to get sprayed fast. But for some reason, she was like, it was messing with her. And she's like, what if there's scorpions in my room? What if there's scorpion in my bed? What if they're going to get in my bed? Blah, blah, blah. Totally. Like, you're fine. You're fine. But honestly, like, I think she was like probably dreaming about it because she came and got me. And anyways, I said, I'll take you back to bed. So I took her back to bed and I thought she was settled. She wasn't. I'm like, okay, I'm tired though. I was like falling asleep sitting there. Yeah. And I went back to my bed and I got into bed and I did just fall right back to sleep. So, and that's even going up the stairs, which I rarely do. Like usually they just come to me and I'm like, get a pillow, lay on the floor, whatever. Yeah. And so I, so, and I actually went right back to sleep. So honestly, that's not an issue for me. I don't really know why that is. Maybe, maybe I don't like turn on light. I didn't turn on lights. Yeah. I'm like, my talking's minimal. Like I'm trying not to like fully alert myself and wake up, but I, I don't know. What about you? Can I you? think that's a huge, that was going to be my recommendation too, because it can go one of two ways for me. 100%. Uh-huh. I feel like if I limit the talking, turn on no lights, literally like keep it dark don't check my phone. The second I yes. look at my phone, I'm like engaged. It, yeah. Even if weird. it's a text or yes. a missed like comment or something, it's weird too. It oh like my. triggers me to wake up yes. and check it. And I'm like, no, no, no. So stay away from your phone. Yeah. Don't look at your phone. Like literally just try and be a zombie. Like get the kid back to bed. Right. Get back in your, do not look at your phone. Like don't turn the light on to go pee. All the things like just Try and keep it dark. That's right. what I would do. I would too. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it, a crying baby, that can be hard. And even a toddler that's really like, I don't know, wigging out or upset. But I mean, if, if you have a hard time going back to sleep, 
I don't know. It's like a bad habit, but then maybe like let them just sleep on the floor yeah. because then you don't have to like totally wake up, go take them to bed, get them drink, all the things. Yeah. Maybe you can just really quick, quick have a cup of water at your nightstand, give them a drink, give them a hug, let them lay on the floor, and then you're both back to sleep quick. Right. I don't know. Just think of like if that's a continued issue, maybe have like the tools set up. Yeah. So you really neither of you have to like fully alert yourselves so that you can both. Just and get I back. think this is like such probably like a personal question it just depends on how well your kids are sleep trained probably like yeah. how much engagement you're having to have is it a bad dream to where you can just go like quickly and it's once comfort, in a blue moon once or in a blue every moon. night are you dealing with this all the time and I think that then kind of parlays into the sleep training discussion right right um where I, I mean I think we can kind of hit on that of you know I, I did do some reading about bedtimes and um toddlers and stuff like that that I kind of wanted to share but yeah, I guess it just kind of depends. I don't think there's like a one-stop answer for that because yeah. like if you have a screaming three-year-old who's just like beating at his door, you're going to be up, you yeah, know? Yeah, right, so, right. So uh, I don't know. And in that case, it's like take turns with your husband. Yeah, and that's challenging for sure, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Or you know. could go lay with them and sleep with them yeah. in their room too. And I mean, how many times we all fallen asleep in their beds and we just wake up, where am I? Yes. But at least if you're both getting the sleep, it might help. But I know that's, it's, it's tricky. It really is tricky. Yes, totally. And then probably the last one I think we touch on here for us is somebody asked, how do we stay asleep? And I think mm -hmm. we already touched on that. But um, I think for me personally, because... If you guys remember, we did an episode a long time ago about the... The two sleeps. The two sleeps. Yes, yes. And it's funny. I feel like at times I can find myself waking up literally at one o'clock. Give o really, really quick, just like oh a refresh God. what that actually means. Because <laughs> it is fascinating, back. but like really vast. You just need to go back and listen to it. I don't even remember what we called the episode, but essentially it was a study done in the 2000s. I don't remember. Anyway, where they were saying that hundreds of years ago, people had like two sleeps. They mm -hmm. would they would go to sleep when the sun went down at like eight o'clock because there were no, there was no electricity. There were no right. gas lamps. There were there was nothing. It was dark. So people would like go to sleep from then. They would wake up around like midnight, one o'clock, mm -hmm. have sexy time, mm -hmm. do some like little not like full on party or anything, but then they would go back to sleep from like you know, one to seven and have like two sleeps. But wouldn't they also have like some chores and stuff they would do in the night or something like that? I don't like remember like exactly. A bit of like, yeah, something. I don't know. Like, I just remember them talking about sex. <laughs> yeah, that, they would, yeah, pretty much. And then people had sex in the middle of the night. Um, but yeah, I, I, it had a lot to do with like the, the natural sun, like, you know, it getting dark earlier yeah. and all the things. Unlimited so, time. Um, so ever since I read that study, I, I literally think of it every single time I wake up at one o'clock. I'm like, damn, these two sleeps. Yeah, it's I know, crazy. This is just evolution. Right. Just right. kicking my Ingra butt right now. Ingrained in us. I know. I know. No. So I don't know. I mean, how do you stay asleep? I think it's the same things. I just stay off your phone. Do not turn on the TV. Don't turn on anything that can like engage you. I think um, it's funny because I totally like laughed and teased my husband when we got married that he 
grew up with a sound machine. Yeah. Still, I yeah. mean, in his adulthood, he lived at his parents in his, teen, you know, post high school years. At it, I did ha- too. He have a sound machine. Yeah. I had like, I don't even know if, did you have one when we lived together? Oh, t- I had like a tiny fan. So I've you always used little fan fans and stuff. Yeah. Um, but ever I, since I've had children, I've discontinued it because I can't hear them over it. You oh, know what see, I mean? But see, that's why I think it's almost like, he likes I it? was almost going to suggest, like, if you do have a hard time sleeping, I mean, if you don't have an infant that really needs you, I would almost say use a sound machine because then the little creaks and the cracks or the kids like going to the bathroom or the gurgling, I don't know, whatever yeah. may not affect you as seriously. I, it's funny. I, I like I can't sleep either way. He really likes to have a sound machine still. And so we've had one on and off most of our marriage we've used them with our kids and I do think it's a good like oh, consistent so sounding right. and it can also block out any sort of like interference distraction yeah you are so, so right and I can't believe I didn't think about that I use the bathroom vent a yes, lot yes a lot of people use a vent or a, a box fan yeah. or just a legit sound machine and there's yeah. even apps when oh, we're yeah. traveling lately I pulled it up on Spotify and I just run it on Spotify if like and that's the thing too when you're traveling and maybe you're in a beach house with friends, like you want to drown out, oh, us downstairs playing cards. You don't want them to hear it. So it's a great, oh, you know, totally. tool that way. But it's just so funny because we did not grow up with sound But I will say, you're right. We had a fan in our room and that was merely because we grew up in Arizona and we didn't have ceiling fans. So we had like a standing fan in our room and that sound was always there. And I can remember that sound. Oh, it's such a soothing but sound. It, I love yeah. it. I but my, we never it. owned a sound machine. So yeah. it was like so foreign. I was I've, like, what? I've never used a sound <laughs> machine, but I love the sound of like a, a fan yeah you know right. it, just like that well harmonious... and it almost again takes you to that relaxing yeah. place of your childhood yeah. like oh this is how I slept this is what I remember yeah. like just okay, like those relaxing. oscillating fans yes, right yeah. exactly so Aww. I know and that's the other thing I was gonna say on nights when I have been really wired I will actually turn on scriptures on my phone oh, good for you <laughs> because yeah. let's be real that, that will put you right to sleep <laughs> Or yeah, which, which is horrible. But like, I, I will listen to like. Isn't it scripture. funny that some things can just like drown you? Oh out. my They're gosh! Like, yeah, I'm okay. like, this is hilarious. Okay. I'm out in two minutes <laughs> listening to scriptures on my phone. So funny. So there's that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's kind of switch gears to the kiddo questions. Here I have some. Okay. When did your baby stop napping? Did you incorporate mm-hmm. quiet time? Yeah. Um, so all of my children made it to like. Mm. Landon napped literally into three and a half. Yeah, he did. He was a long um, one. Kate and Luke, <laughs> they stopped napping like two and a half, I would say. And I would say all of mine was two, two and a half. I never had a three-year-old that was still napping, yeah. which so, was so sad. And do I incorporate quiet time? I try. <laughs> I feel like when, It depends if they're the oldest to the youngest. Exactly. Like, what's your schedule is like? If if they're in school, like, I, I would say when Kate was in school, the afternoons were super lazy because, but I don't know what it is about her. My gosh, she's driving me nuts lately. She has to be entertained all the time. Yeah. It will be my miss in just a minute. That's going to be my miss. But that's where quiet time just doesn't really happen unless I've lost my crap and I'm like, go to your rooms. Yeah. Well, and I feel like and it's so funny how... And you moms can probably relate it depending how many kids you have. Your oldest, like you live for that quiet time, you live for nap time, everything in your day is worked around that time. So even when you lose it, you kind of want to maintain some sort of break or re- 
calm time or just a break for you even. So if Hallelujah. it is like an iPad in your bed for 45 minutes, fine. Um, but then as you progress with like so many more kids, you just almost can't slow down in those afternoon hours. Like it's like that's, you know, a play date or we've got to run up your errands before the bus gets here or or you have to pick up the house. Yes, a little bit. that's when the cleaning time yeah. is or whatever. And and unfortunately, like your day just becomes jam packed. And it's almost like funny how when you finally let go of the nap. And I remember you just saying this with Luke. It's almost like a relief. Like, oh, finally oh. opened up my three hour afternoon block. I got to get here and there and do this oh. and that. And it almost is like the other end for your last one. You're like, okay, I think we're done with naps. I think we're yeah. done. Okay, yeah. we got to like open up this day. I can't get tied down at home all day like this. Like, yeah. And it's funny how you're just ready to kind of move I, on. I will say with naps, I think it becomes very obvious when they're ready to stop napping. Oh, absolutely. And I think- And when it becomes, it hinders bedtime. Yeah. yeah because yeah. of that. Yeah. Because they're sleeping too much in the day. That bedtime is like pushing back later and later for a toddler. You're like, no, 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 no. I'll bump at nap time just to get you in bed by seven. Yes, exactly. So there's two things when I think of like napping is when they can be happy throughout the afternoon Yeah, with not very few meltdowns, like you don't have those overtired signals of, right. why didn't I get my toy? Or they're just freaking out over s- stupid stuff. Right. I feel like that's a sign that we need a nap, right? Yep, yep. Um, I feel like when I notice my children are kind of getting through the day or at least until like 6 p.m. and they're doing good, we're ready to drop the nap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at that point, I tend to bump bedtime a little earlier. So I'll I'll literally get it going at 630 Mm -hmm. just to like kind of and I'll get into the recommended sleep hours in just a minute from what I researched. But I, yeah, I will bump up bedtime just a little, just to make sure they're still getting like the hours that they need. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I would say is kind of to your point with like Landon, for example, even up until three and a half, almost four years old, he would literally sleep from one thirty to three thirty and still go to bed at seven o'clock. Oh, that's so crazy. So that would tell me, okay, he still needs to sleep. He like, needs it. so yeah, to your point, like if you are not getting them in bed till nine o'clock, I would really kind of try and work the nap out. You know what I mean? And try and get them to bed earlier. And I don't think there's any problem. That might sound like inhumane to some people to put your kids to bed at 630. Oh, yeah. But you guys, no joke, like they still need 12 hours of Mm -hmm. sleep. They Mm -hmm. do. They need it. And I'm going to tell you the research on it. And so think about that. If they're waking up at six o'clock, don't put them to bed at eight o'clock with right. no nap. Like right. they they need to bump the bedtime earlier, black out the windows, get the sound machine going, you know, all the things and, and then slowly work your way back up to seven, seven thirty, whatever you want it to be. Right. It is. It is like it's a disservice to him and you oh, or man. Her, him or her and you just to be able to. If you want to put them down earlier, you can, and they'll sleep, and you'll yeah. benefit from that. So. Oh, and I think, like, it works, too, mm-hmm. because it's the same thing as with an infant. If you let them get overly tired, and I think it's even worse with toddlers. I know it is. Yeah. I know it is. If you let them get to a point, and I've actually done a lot of research on this because of Landon back yes. in the day in my in my old house. We had this, like terrible, terrible three month period with him where he was like waking up at 2am screaming in the morning. He was just like a devil child. And I, I finally got to reading about it. And I was like, 
I think he, oh, I know what it was. I followed this woman. I've read her blog from like day one. It's um, babywisemom.com. Yes. She has so much good stuff on there. Whether you're baby wise or not, I think there are tips and tricks and schedules. She literally has month to month from one month old to 12 years old, what their schedule should be like, how many hours, you know, when they should be eating, playing, all the things. She has been my savior for, throughout my sleep training. And I actually contacted her during that period. I got so desperate. I reached yes. out to her on Facebook and I'm like, here's what's happening. And she said, it sounds like he's chronically overtired. And I'm like, what does that mean? I get to reading about it. And she said this too, but it's where it goes on week after week after week and it just keeps building and like they never kind of get caught up on their sleep Mm -hmm. and then the behavior gets off you get into new behavior patterns that you know it just it snowballs because they're not getting enough sleep okay and remember you did this with Kate too though remember when you had to sleep train her and let her sleep on you to get those full hours till she like caught up to like cycle in so that was that was at like a baby stage stage. that was at like nine months then he was more toddler oh my gosh you're so right I remember because I reached out to baby wise mom too on that one too I remember that yeah yes I and she said okay so let me talk about that really quick so I started I'll go into this later but I started sleep training Kate at six months. Mm-hmm. Literally did not read a sleep book, any parenting book before I started having children. <laughs> yeah, no. And like most don't. I, I literally was like, oh, I got this. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm smart enough. We'll figure this out. Yeah, right. I was freaking out by six months. She was just waking me up every two hours, like all the things throughout the middle of the night. And yes. And so I contacted Babywise Mom. I've done that two times. Yep. And she said the same thing. And she said, I would recommend... Throughout the two naps that she needs at nine months, you go in her room, dark, blackout, fan on, all the things, and you literally hold her and just rock her and let her sleep for an hour and a half each nap time. And so we did that. I committed it, remember, for yeah. a whole week. And it oh, did. It got us back on schedule. Yeah. It's like it caught her back up. Because she wouldn't, let you, she wouldn't sleep unless you held her or something, right? She was or like, like she, would she would wake up at 45 minutes. It yes. was like she had the 45-minute nap intruder, and I could not get a decent nap out of her. That's and right. so it was right. like, come 5 o'clock, she would just be like melting down because she was so tired. And you don't want to put her down at 5 because then she's not going to go to bed at 7. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So she was just a horrible napper. But yes, you're so right. That worked. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're so right. I had to lock it down for a week and literally hold her. Which, I mean, totally blows. Don't get us wrong. We know what a sacrifice it can be, but it can, you know, then it can reap great rewards. Right, exactly. So, yes, kind of the same thing with Landon. We had to really commit to getting him caught up and I'll, I'll go into that later. Okay. Let me talk about, let me talk about my articles yes, that I read. I know. Tell us. So again, there is a new time magazine out special edition called the science of sleep. And there were a couple articles in here that like I absolutely loved. And I'm just going to hit on a few highlights of them. Yes. Because I think it goes into a lot of the questions that kind of people asked us. Um, so I guess, do you think, <laughs> what do you think is like, do you think this might be the biggest myth when it comes to parenting, like sleep, like the unknown? What am I trying to say here? Like people never tell you how hard it's going to be. Oh, yeah. To train like, your child. Like we've said before, I if I could go to a baby shower and they ask me one tip or advice, it's going to be 
get your kids to sleep. Figure yeah. out your routine and get yeah. your kids to sleep. Learn how to sleep because, yeah, I don't think anyone realized how involved it is, how complicated it is, and how much your life can really, like, revolve around yes it. revolve around it and you can uh, suffer so much from it it's so true and so that's how the whole magazine starts out is how all new parents have this like dream in their head of oh we're gonna have bath and lotion do a baby massage we're gonna read good night right and they just go right i'm to gonna bed. put them down in their crib you walk away and, and then you're night, just flawless for yep you know all the things and like how yeah right never ever happens and so um I just thought that was so funny and so they go on to talk about how like over time over the past like 200 years kids are sleeping less and less Mm -hmm. obviously and I guess doctors are kind of attributing that to our modern lifestyle we just have so many we're doing a lot more like think about it kids used to literally stay home on the farm all day and like right and when it was dark they're yeah. said there's yeah. nothing to do exactly you so get in bed. life was way more boring there's more stimulation now and they're kind of attributing again like their brain activity being so active um to modern lifestyle and the ipads and youtube and like the tv and all the things all the things that we battle they're battling too of just course. on like a a different level um but overall they've done all these studies And um, in the Journal of Pediatrics, I mean, they have said kids do not get as much rest as they need mentally and physically. The professionals all agree on that because what happens, and I think it's important to know this as a parent, is that so much of their development at the early age happens during sleep. Mm -hmm. So, and I've read that a lot, especially in the infant years. Like, literally think about it. Every new thing that they see, a lamp, a vacuum, a furry pillow, um, a letter board, they don't know what those things are. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're taking in all of these inputs throughout the day. And when they go to sleep, they've literally seen their brain activity on, like, MRIs and stuff. Like, it's processing all of that. And it's storing it. And it's, like... That, that's that's when their brain is like really doing the work. And so that's, that's why they need so much sleep. Right. So don't ignore it. You're doing your your child like a huge disservice by ignoring sleep training. Yes. At an yes. early age. Yeah. And just to follow up on that, it says like very clearly in um, all of these journal research studies that they did is that they've actually found that 60% of a child's growth hormone is secreted during those sleeping hours. So, right. So if they don't get enough sleep, the question is, are they growing as much as they need to both mentally and physically? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I guess the question is still out there as to whether if they don't get it during sleep, are they going to get it during the daytime? Like, does it go over? We don't know that yet. But I think that's a super interesting stat. Absolutely. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. Their growth hormone they've shown is extremely active during sleep. The other thing I wanted to read, and this was a study done by the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. It said, what is a relatively new finding is that getting too little sleep may have a role in obesity. One Israeli study found the effect in babies as young as six months. Wow. Research has also confirmed that it has the same effect on adults. Oh, 
interesting. Which I've heard that. Like if you have, if you want to have a good diet and good weight loss, you need to sleep, you oh know? Oh my gosh, right we, right. we talk about that all the time. Yeah, right. So I thought that was so interesting and like, ah, oh, there's so much tied to sleep. Okay, really quick. I want to give you the guidelines for ages and what the professionals say that, that they need per okay, age. Perfect. Okay. So for babies, four to 11 months, they need 12 to 15 hours. A day or night? A day. Okay. Okay. And that includes naps. Okay. So let's say you do seven to seven and then like two naps during the day. That'll get you your 15. Right. You know, something in there. For toddlers, one to two years old, 11 hours to 14 hours. Okay. Okay. So that's not much less, right? Right. right. They still need a lot. Preschoolers, three to five years old, 10 to 13 hours. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that one drops significantly. I think when a lot of them drop their nap yeah, and then they start going to bed at eight o'clock and then they wake yeah. up at five o'clock, right. they, they start losing they a lot it. of that. Yeah. And then elementary school age, six to 13, still need nine to 11 hours. Mm, wow. 11, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was super interesting. And funny enough, in the in the articles that I was reading, it said American children sleep way less than any other country. Really? Is that not funny? That's weird. Yeah. yeah. That's like, kind of surprising. On average, an hour less a day than children in other countries. <laughs> Weird. Interesting. I mean, I see that, but uh, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like we're, we have more devices. We have, I don't know, more neighborhood playtimes. Like, I I don't know what's behind that, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's kind of crazy. Didn't you have something about teenagers too? Yeah, I do. So let me, let me switch over to teens. So this was just crazy. And it's, it's kind of... (laughs) Something I haven't at all dealt with yet, obviously. Right. Yes, um, we're not you're, there. You're semi-approaching. I, I'm close, yes. You're semi-approaching this stage, but essentially what it talks about is how when you hit that like 12-year-old mark with your child, you start to hear the, the term, I'm not tired yet at 8 yeah. o'clock. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go to bed. I'm not tired. I'm not tired, mom. I don't want to go to bed. But then in the morning, it's like... Uh, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't want to wake up. I'm tired. Do you know what or I mean? Or they sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm so exhausted. It's so, it's so funny because there is like a jump between like a child who's like eager to get up, eager to get out of bed, doesn't yeah. want to stay in their bed, wants yeah. to do whatever to like a preteen to teenager where they're like, don't bug me. I'm sleeping. I'm locking my door. I don't want to get up. Like, yes. And they can literally sleep till 10, 11 o'clock. Exactly. Which I would pray for that for like a two-year-old to sleep till 10 a.m. But then when they become teens, you're like, no, no. No, no, get up. I know. Stop being a lazy bug. Yeah, it's so funny. I know. And so that's what they kind of talk about. It's like there's literally like an alternate universe where yeah. you hit the teen years. Right. And they don't know exactly what's around, what's behind it. They think it has something to do with puberty, obviously. Yeah. And like the hormones that are developing that w- make them want to stay up later. And then once they do get to sleep, they're, you know, again, their growth hormones are happening and all of that. Um, but the main thing is the American Academy of Pediatrics has put out a recommendation to actually bump the start time of middle schools and high schools at least a year later an, an hour than later? elementaries. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean a year later? Like, not a year later, an hour, hour later. later. I'm so sorry. Yes. 
So I would agree with that. Yeah. So instead of starting at 730, they're saying we highly recommend yeah. that for teenagers, they need to be starting at 830 or 9. I could see that for sure. Ha- do we do that here? Um, some do. Actually, the junior high in my area does start later, quite a bit later. And I'm not sure exactly the times, but I do know they're later. And I do agree with that. And not to mention after school, they do sports and yeah. practices. They barely get home by six or seven to do homework and be his family. I'm just like, holy cow, these like young teenagers have so much on their plate. So, oh my gosh. Well, there, there's literally like study after study after study cited in this book that, or in this magazine that I read where there's all of this compelling data that like, yes, they just start to have so much on their plate that by the time they wind down and actually get to sleep, mm-hmm. for them to get up at 6.30, they're falling asleep in class. Their totally. grades are declining. Totally. They, they've like tracked, they've done study, studies as um, the one they they quote here is a 2017 study where it said that um, the effects of sleep deprivation showed up in their grades. 30% of the students reported falling asleep in class at least once a week. And it goes on and on about how the grades were declining and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. I can't, Is that I not can wild? literally remember. I, I, I dozed one time in English class. I can remember it. Did you? But I had like an A hour, like a religion class in the morning and we had to be there at 6.15 in the morning. And so, um, for me to be up and moving and like be ready the way I want it to be. I mean, I'm up at 5.15, 5.30. Imagine that. Like right now, even hearing that, being up every day at 5.30, that's killer. Not to mention to go into a six or seven, eight hour school day. And academics and cheerleading. Yeah. And then go do cheer practice, everything. Like I think about what the teenagers go through. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think school today is harder. Than oh, when we yeah. Went. I there's know it more, is here. Right. Yeah. And there's more um, requirements and more, you know. Yeah. I mean, state it, testing, all the things that is really important to them. And it's it's a lot. Yeah. So just to remind you, I mean, they say that, you know, from age six to 13, you still need nine to 11 hours a night. And then when you get beyond that, 13 to like adulthood, they recommend at least eight hours. Right. And like you're saying, yeah, right. If you're getting up at 5.15. I know. And like, doing homework till right. 10. That's so yeah. hard. Yeah. And so I think it's just important. I mean, I'm not going to like read everything in this article, but the summary of it is that they really think a lot of it has to do with their developing bodies, puberty, yeah. the hormonal changes, and that there is really a, a shift that occurs in kind of their internal clock where they want to kind of stay up late, not want like their bodies, they're wanting to be up later. And then they, they sleep more soundly in the morning. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Whereas I would almost say my children, like they sleep so soundly at night. Like Mm -hmm. I could literally run the vacuum at 9pm at night, right next to them, they would not wake up. Whereas in the morning, I, they're light sleepers. I know. You're it's walking opposite. down the stairs. In yeah. <laughs> it's opposite. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. And I had not heard the thing on um, moving the school times back. 
But that's like a big deal, apparently. I have heard that. And yes, and I've heard like the argument with that and the need for that. And I would agree. Uh, uh, Mike, when I was growing up, elementary was nine to three, period. Like no off minutes, all this weird minute crap. What's Uh, up with that? What is that? Our school starts at 823. Get there by 823. Why? Yeah, explain that to people because I think that's an Arizona thing. Is that an Arizona thing? I don't think I had that in Texas. Growing up in in Arizona, though, too, I was nine to three, period. Like Mm. nine o'clock school started and school started. Maybe it's a freaking 2020 thing. Thing. Yeah, maybe it's a new thing because okay. I'm just like, wait, why does school need to start at 8:23 and then get out at 2:55? Like, why? Why? Be on why? the hour, just be normal. And 9 a.m. I think is ideal. Like, you're not yeah. having to set a 6 a.m. alarm clock. You can still have time in the morning, get there on time. Like, I can remember yeah. sitting down and watching a show in the morning. Yeah, yes, right girl. now. Yes. Like now, it's like, hurry, hurry, come on, lunches. And you're all yelling. Mom voices. Cr- mom voices. Full it, voice. Yeah, full yeah. force. There full we go. throttle. Totally. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. So apparently that's like a huge push right now from the American um, Pediatric Association. Like they're really pushing like governments and local governments to push back the start times. So maybe that's coming. I don't know. But I will say I was super intrigued. I was like, oh my gosh, now I've got to totally learn the teenage brain. I know. Now I've got the toddler brain figured out. I'm going to have to move into the teenage brain. I know. Holy crap. I'm not ready. I've got a few years at least. So, Um, okay, well, we're going a little long. So let's do our, our hit and miss. Tell me what your hit is for the week. My hit was, yeah, I was just going to touch on my staycation. I, I, we, we missed you, of course, Sarah. But oh. I, went, I went out with George's um, like high school buddies yes. uh, as couples, and we did like a little staycation in town. And it was so nice. It was just, just what we needed, kind of a vacation from the vacation last week. I know. <laughs> we had so much fun with our kids, but just coming back, we were well, like... Well, and you had no kids. Point yes, that out. Yes. yes. This was just an adult weekend yes. with, with quite a few couples that we just... George is known forever, and I've gotten to know all their wives and they're just wonderful our classy clutter friends yeah just uh, so many fun great girls jade bennett was in town and so um yeah so it was a really great time and it was just a nice recharge for george and i and i think it more points out we've said this before there is such a difference between a vacation and a trip oh totally a family trip to a vacation absolutely you just had a little vacation (laughs) yes and it was like really just like 48 hours or so a little longer but it was awesome so it was a major hit and did you know what's funny growing up where I did I grew up in a small town in Texas I had never heard the term staycation I don't I don't remember growing up with with the term staycation and growing up in Arizona where Arizona Scottsdale specifically is known for kind of their big resorts and just the pools and the golf courses and all the things because that's the thing we do have like ideal weather like seven eight months out of the year and then we have our tortured summers for about four months where nobody's so nobody's here (laughs) and that's a big thing here though because these resorts can 500 bucks a night but in the summers they're much more affordable and like for locals that just want to go sit at the pool and have a fun hotel but is it a newer thing I feel like it is because I cannot tell you one time growing up my whole life here that we ever went to a local hotel Ever. It's just so fun. I, but it and, is fun. And see, I grew up staying in hotels. Okay, I'm, I know. I'm sounding like a snob here. But I grew up going to nice hotels with uh-huh. my family. There were only two children. 
sure. we got to travel maybe a little nicer because we didn't have as big of a family. I don't know. But I love hotels. Yeah. Oh, I hotels don't know are why. so fun. Like I literally, too. I just, I love being at a resort. I, the fresh linens. Well, I think it associates it. to just good memories. Like yes. triggers that like happy feeling, those memories, the, what is it? The dopamine in the brain, all, all the things. I think it just triggers like good, like we, George and I can kind of say the same way for like at the airport. We just love yeah. being at the airport because yeah. I think it just triggers like even though fun is happening fun is happening yeah. yeah a good time is about to happen and a hotel too my kids are all about a hotel too because we don't stay at a hotel very often and nonetheless like I said yeah stay at like a really nice Scottsdale hotel yeah. with the affordable rates in the summer it's like they're so it's fun such it's, a it's so fun the kids just are showing so up to like a pristine made bed oh yeah and a beautiful lobby and, like, and I just lo- I, fancy like, bathrooms legit I need yeah. nothing else but just put me in that room for 24 oh, hours oh totally let me sleep let me veg I'm like good to go yep. and I've totally converted my husband on it Amen. okay man well my hit is kind of um going off of that is I've talked about this before I'm going to talk about it again but I'm so proud of my boys and cleaning girl oh just the boys just the boys (laughs) I'm getting there with Kate okay she's my miss this week okay um but oh my gosh for the first time so Landon has always been my little he's my he's my Evie your your Evie is your cleaner yes she is my Landon is turning out to be like my little cleaner and I'm like oh my gosh it just like literally just makes me love him so much more I know when when I should when I walk in and his bed is made so sloppy but it's made and I'm like it just makes me happy and then Luke for the first time this week he like showed signs of like without me telling him Mm -hmm. he started cleaning up his toys oh good for him and that's like a win to me that's huge yeah like it we were in his room playing all legos and like he just started putting his stuff away knowing to like put him away yep and i was like what is happening so that was my win it was awesome um okay what's your miss my miss is just like a funny story from last week and I was telling I had Marco bold Sarah. Oh yeah, I need details though. This is just like yes, random. And you guys, this is like venting, but I had to full like, rant mode. Yeah, Let's this go. is a okay, a rant. I'm gonna laugh. Um so long story short, George and I were meeting up last weekend. He was coming from Lake Powell and I was driving down from like the Salt Lake area to drive home. I was picking him up from his little guys weekend. Right. And so we had some time to kill in this little town we were meeting. So I found the only park there was. We pulled up. And I pulled up next to a car with these like two moms and two like infant toddlers. And they were a little little rough looking. They were a little, a little trashy. Little trashy. Be honest. The, you the can the one say girl, it. I'm not lying. I think she was wearing underwear for shorts. <laughs> okay, I'm not lying. Like <laughs> if it's a small town, Utah, whatever, I don't know. But uh she you know, remember those like little boy short type underwears yes, we'd wear? The and I the hipsters. Yes. And I can remember even specifically some that were kind of like loose. They weren't like tight elastic. They would kind Shut of up. fit short. Shut up. Like a shorty, like looser. That's literally what she was wearing with this like weird hokey pattern on it. And underwear has cheesy patterns on it. So I'm like, is she wearing her underwear as shorts right now? Because her butt cheek was 50% out. No, it wasn't. She's a little overweight, but her butt cheek was 50% out. No, this wasn't even covering her butt. Like, why can't I have that confidence? Walking across (laughs) mid-cheek with the butt cheek hanging out, a tiny bit overweight. So it was just like all hanging out. And I was just like, really? And my like three, or well... Tristan wasn't with me, but yeah. like yeah. all my boys running around, blah, blah, blah. Now I like, got to explain this. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying just like not to look. I'm just like, this is so weird. Yeah. So there's this funny swing. There's this funny swing that it's like almost like a ride. It's like a T. 
and it had two swings. I'd never seen something like this okay. at the um at a park. It was like a tee. And and so once you swing, you swung around in a circle as oh. you're swinging. It was almost like you felt like you were spinning on the swings at Disneyland because oh. the pole like twists around. So the twins would jump on it on their tummies and spin themselves. And I don't even know if that's making sense, but it's like kind of wild. It kind of goes out of control and you're spinning wide. You're not really pumping your legs forward back. You're kind of just wa- yeah. turning like the swings at Disneyland. Yes. So anyways, sh- this one gal has a toddler, like probably like a one-year-old, and she's in the sand uh, over on one side, and she's walking straight into the twins. And I'm sitting at the table. Into the into, into the swings. Into the swings. She's like walking into it. And I see them, and I know Evie and Emmett are smart enough to be like, if they're about to plow into them, they totally will like jumped off or stop themselves. But the toddler's like walking into the swings. Yeah. Okay, mind you. And we're the only two family people at this park. Yeah. So she runs up and she's like, Hey, hey, kids, watch out, watch out. Hey, you really need to watch your kids. They almost ran her over. She's one years old. And she like yells at me, who I'm like, I don't know, 20 feet away. And then she walks away. And out of all freaking things she says, Sarah, she goes, trash. She calls me trash. And I was like, I had to bite my tongue. Oh. I had to bite my tongue. I was yeah, like, wait, you did. what? And I was about to be like, did you forget to put your pants on today? Because who are you calling trash? I'm like, I'm in like, I'm in like a midi dress. And I'm like, what are you talking about, girl? And I was, I just, I didn't say anything. I just gave her a look. I was like, I I, I just continued on. First Uh, of all, watch your kid. Yeah. Your infant that's in the sand. Yeah. Walking into the swings. Amen. They were there for they've been there for 10 minutes oh and don't get me wrong like of course my children need to be mindful of the young ones because they don't know what they're doing oh my but gosh they were. like i know if they if she'd really gotten close or if it was like in fear of tr- like running into her they would have like moved but i oh. was just like out of all things this girl has the audacity to call me trash i can't when believe you held your time i i i swear because i kind of was a little nervous i'll be honest like i was like are you gonna like pull out some like you know <laughs> I don't shake me here. Yeah, I'm serious. I was like, I, I literally thought, I literally thought about it. Like, and I don't, I'm not confrontational. You've been watching too much Dateline. I'm like, no, but I'm just like, they're just weird enough. Like, I don't know. These two are weird enough. Like something weird could go down. No, but you can be a mama bear. Can't, oh, yeah. I mean, can't we all? Oh, and Evelyn I mean, runs over to me. Oh, did you hear her? And I'm like, yeah, I did. Uh, you two are just fine. She needs to keep her toddler like out of the swings. Oh, like, my gosh. Uh, you're, you're fine. Just be careful around little kids. You know, don't oh, plow them over. Good for you, Evelyn girl. was like so flustered. You have evolved. Uh, you what? have but you have matured. Do, do, why, why? Do you I think, think I normally would have I think 10 out? years ago, you would have been like, <laughs> are you kidding me, lady? I guess yeah, it was right. just like, what's even, wh- I don't, I don't even know. Oh but it God. was like, it was ridiculous. And That's I was so like, oh, and, and you just should have seen them. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> sounding so judgy. No, me. you're not. But it was just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's such a picture in my head. And I've had the same thing. Like, I know the people, well, Okay, if uh, let's put it out there. If you have a one-year-old, please don't let them walk in front of the swings. Yeah, you got to be the seven-year-old about the swings. Playing. Yeah. Come on. I mean, do you want them to like freaking like pull, pull the brakes and like fall off the swing? Like that's not an alternative. Oh Just don't gosh. have them walk in front of the swings. That is so funny. So anyways, oh I know. Gosh. Crazy I mode. Okay. Okay. Well, Tell my miss is, yeah, I've kind of alluded to it a couple times, but it's Kate. And I feel like I'm... 
I kind of lost it on her yesterday because she had such a fun week all last week. Okay. We put our girls in sewing camp. So she had camp every single day. Right. She had two sleepovers with her cousins and like literally all day yesterday, she's like, mom, um, I'm bored. What, what are we going to do? Mom, mom, I'm so bored. I'm, and I, I literally, whereas my boys, they stay home like every single day. They don't do anything. And I'm so over it. I'm so over her feeling like she needs to be entertained 24 freaking hours a day. Right. I'm over it. And I don't, I know it's my fault. I know I've developed this. But the thing is, I feel like you guys did a really good job at like lockdown and quarantine. (sighs) And you guys didn't do anything for weeks. So do you think she's just like burnt out of it? Or now she's readjusted? I think she's she's like spoiled. Yeah. And I think I'm like... I think she just loves to be around people. She's super social. And I don't know, girl, but it's beating me and down. No, oh, we've talked about this, Tristan's so slimmer, and it's similar, and it's exhausting. It really is Maybe exhausting. it's a firstborn thing, yeah, but I'm, I'm literally sure. just like, girl, go go read a book. Like, I can remember growing up, just being in my room, playing with my Barbies. Yeah. I'm like, go entertain yourself. Right. You have every freaking craft available to man in the pantry. Right. Like, you have books you can read dolls you don't play with all the things like go do something entertain yourself entertain yourself and I was listening to something the other day and how it's like good to let your kids be bored amen because I feel like we are so easily to like and I'm guilty too of like sweeping in and making it easy or setting up something or having a friend or whatever all the devices that they just don't know how to be bored and get creative right, because you get sick of hearing them say how bored they it's like oh, a broken record. right and you get frustrated yeah. yeah and it's like okay anything to shut it up I will like plan a play date or I will do something to just shut you up for a minute but it's like exhausting and I'm kind of over it I'm, I, I'm not kidding. I totally yeah and it's been going on for a few weeks now and I literally was like because we did um, we did a little staycation too last week. Like right. we've had fun the past two weeks. Yep. And I'm like, you oh, stop complaining. You're like, pissing life me is off. Good. Right. Yes. Right. No, uh. it's funny. I kind of alluded to this to Evelyn on accident because Evelyn, an idea for you. Um, so Evelyn said to me just like two days ago, she's like, you know what? I use, I wish, what was she saying? I talked to my what did she say? She said something off, like backwards. Like I talk to my imagination. I go, what do you mean? She's like, I'm like, do you use your imagination? She's like, uh, yeah, I use my imagination. Or well, I talk to myself. She's like, oh. I talk to myself. Cause she's the only girl. And sometimes she gets really bored and totally. like lonely, I guess you could say. She's like, I talk to myself. And at first I thought she was trying to get to an imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you talk to someone or yourself or like an imaginary friend. So I kind of like, I volunteered this imaginary friend thing. I didn't yeah. really mean to. She goes, an imaginary friend? What's that? I go, oh, well, sometimes people like feel like they have a pretend friend with them. And it's yeah. like, an ima- they're not really there, but it's just like someone they play with. Did you have one? No, I did not. I totally you, had one. You did. Yeah. And so she's like an imaginary friend. So then last night when I was putting in your bed, whoa, gosh, what was her name? She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, yeah, so mom, I have an imaginary friend and her <gasps> name's Rose Bell. I'm like, oh, oh Rose Bell. And she's like, yeah, yeah, she's my friend. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, okay, here we go. I mean, no, this could be really good or it's, bad. It's, it's good. And I didn't like even like mean to like introduce that, but that's like what I thought she was getting at and didn't know what to call it. Yes. But then I think I like told her, have an imaginary friend. Oh, I, you, legit, you can call <laughs> my parents right now. I had an imaginary friend for 
years. And what was her name? Laura. Laura. Oh, how ironic. It was, it was Laura. She <laughs> lived under my bed. Um, Eerie. Eerie. <laughs> but we played together. Again, it was just me. And when I was, I mean, she was my friend. It yeah. was weird. Is it? But so like, which, when, I, when I you had it, it, like, would you pretend like she saw her or you just pretended someone was with you? Or you know, did you feel like you saw her and made no, up what she looked like? It was really, just all this alternate, really like. to remember. Yeah. It's really I'm like, how does that actually? And, and since I kind of introduced it to her, and she didn't like come to it naturally, she probably really will have to force it. And he, let's even see if it actually sticks around. I'll but, have to ask my parents yeah, because my parents remember still those yeah. they still tease me about it a little bit. Like, how's Laura doing? Oh, that is so <laughs> funny. Oh my god! So I don't remember. I remember she lived under my bed. I don't remember if I ever put like a appearance to her, but I know I talked to her, and I know I played with her. And like Isn't we played Barbies. So oh yeah, it's creepy too. Yeah, no, oh my it's gosh. weird but funny but cute. I oh don't know gosh. all the things. All the things. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you hear, please, please, please jump over and leave us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. It's seriously the only way we're able to grow as a podcast. Yes. Um, is for you to share us with your friends your family members, all the things, and we really appreciate it. Um, you can find us on Instagram at The Mom Voice Podcast, and we love to interact with you there. Um, so hit us up on the DMs. And what else, Lauren? Oh, that's all, folks. I'm kind of in a blur right now. I know. Okay, that'll be it. We will have a new one for you on Monday, and we'll talk soon. Yep, take care of each other.